Welcome to Parks and Wrecked, episode four. We're on season one here. This is Bosses Club. Is it called Bosses Club? Boys Club is the name of this episode. I'm Joey. I'm Sean. Haley. And today we have a special guest, my best friend in the whole world, Lisa. Hello. Hello. Lisa also made our drinks for the episode, so give us a little shout of what's in them, because okay. it's a mystery. Yes. So I made what I would call a Rose Collins. So you're going to take like a traditional uh, gin Collins, and we made this. Um, where's the gin that y'all got? Or actually, y'all tell them about the gin, because it's like a special story. Uh, it's from the uh, Ginstitute in London. That is not Oh, no, no, no. It's from Treaty Oaks. Mine is from Ginstitute. Yeah, you guess. So <laughs> actually, uh, Joey's gin is from Ginstitute, so we'll tell you about that one. But then the gin that we used in mine and Lisa's drinks is a different one that we'll talk about in a second. Yes. Yeah, so in London, there's a class called the Ginstitute, which you can take, and it is quite wonderful. Um, you learn all about the history of gin, and then you get to make your own gin. Um the actual name of the place is called the distillery. I probably should have said that. The Ginstitute is just the little class that you can take. And so I named mine Low Income Housing. Uh, and it is full of uh, different kinds of botanicals. I know I put some uh, pink peppercorn in there and three to four other things that are uh, that I'm blanking on right now. So it was all pretty good. It's got a nice little smoky taste. And it's wonderful. And Haley hates it. I do. I hate it. Um, but it's delicious. It? It's so I, good. I hate his. Yeah. my The gin that I made at the Ginstitute, I like much better. Although I'm not like 100% satisfied with it. But yeah, I don't like the smoky aftertaste of his. Um, it's and wonderful. I, yeah, it's really strong. And so it overpowers. Like I tried his beverage that we just made tonight and yeah, it was too much. Um, but what Lisa and I are drinking in our gins is Waterloo Number no. 9 gin. Um, and it's from Treaty Oaks Distillery, which Joey and I visited uh, last week. We visited there um, for Joey also has a food blog, uh, Fat Foodies. And so he was invited there. And yeah, so we got in and we tried a bunch of gins and gin drinks. And this was delicious. And they gave it to us in a swag. So it was great. Uh, and we made our drinks tonight. All right. So normally I use a botanist gin. Uh, so it's from Scotland. Uh, they used 22 different hand-picked uh, botanicals. Uh, so today, yeah, we used that Waterloo. Uh, we added a little bit of rosé, fresh squeezed lemon juice, and just made some uh, simple syrup. So it's literally just that simple, and they're pretty boozy. I'm like halfway simplest. through. The what simplest. were you saying over there, Sean? They're pretty boozy. I was and singing I'm feeling it. A, uh, a song. Sorry. What uh, song? What song is this? It was the Three Six Mafia song. <laughs> Okay. I apologize because <laughs> I was sipping on some scissor. Yes. I like it. You can continue. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> no, honestly, that's it. I mean, super simple. Just gin, rosé, wine, simple syrup, and lemon juice. And I mean, I'm feeling it. Super it's good. simple scissor. Exactly. I'm just drinking a straight up rosé because I was going to be sober, Sean, for episode four. You know, try to mix it up after the first three episodes. But, but then, then we said, nah. Then they said, nah. And so <laughs> I got nod. And now I'm drinking. You got nosed. 
Rosé. I'll see myself out. What Rose. kind of rosé are you drinking? Yes, as Joey exits the room, um, the rosé I am drinking is called Rufino, not Rufio from Hook. Wait, what? You're getting Rufino. Wait, not roofied, right? Oh, am I? We'll I see if not. I make it through the episode. Um, and not Rufio. Not from us, no. Right. I mean, who's who's roofing me? Leave me alone. <laughs> Rufino, Rufino, that's what's on the bottle of this rosé that I'm drinking that is almost empty. Marvelous. But also it's an all of our drinks. So Sean is not just downing this entire bottle by himself on his sober night. Yeah, that'd be rough, yeah. Rough enough. Don't do that. Oh my. Yeah, rough enough. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get into this episode, which was already, uh, we're four episodes in, already two uh, mentions of poop being thrown. Um, we've we've had it earlier in the show. And, it was thrown in the other one? Uh, I believe so, right? Doesn't she get like, she's like talking about a bad, I don't remember the exact reference, but I remember it's been, it's the second time poop has been mentioned yeah, on sure. the show. Uh, where Leslie goes to stop some teen hooligans from throwing poop. And then learns that she kind of enjoys the poop fight. Uh, just bags of poop going back and forth. A la a snowball fight, but poop-wise. Yeah, poop. And quite topical because we keep seeing poop on our steps here at the apartment. And I want to know. I want to know who's doing it. Because I almost stepped in it again today. And this has been going on for, what, the two years I've been here? that long i feel like it's only been recently that's been so bad and it seems really intentional which is the most frustrating part of it because the poop is always on the steps in the middle of the step it's not like oh my dog accidentally pooped because they couldn't hold it till we went to the grass it's literally like hey dog i need you to poop like this person is training their dog to poop on the steps or they're being placed placed on the steps because that could happen and they're just being a dick and trying to make everybody's day worse which they're definitely making my day worse having to avoid the poop on the stairs which i don't always do and it's getting really annoying and we should investigate the mad dog pooper placer i think that they are intentionally having their dog poop on the steps so that because they're too lazy to make it all the way down to the grass they're like you know this is good <laughs> this is good right here is great it's and then just walks back up into their it's <laughs> alarming <apartment>. how <laughs> how frequent it's happened and i know uh this also is probably like two years ago someone actually left a note just on the middle of the the hallway wall that was like please stop leaving your poop on yeah it was like, like who's doing this your pick yeah. it up there was a lot of all caps dang i guess it has been going on that long it's been yeah. a while and so that note Landmines worked for a everywhere. little bit yeah it, but yeah, then it's lately, it's come someone. back with a vengeance. So I wonder if it's the same person the whole time or if it's because we we multiple had some neighbors kind of go in and out. So Oh, yeah. Like the Seinfeld episode, multiple spitters, second spitter. Yeah. Who's still here? Oh, it's a relatively small poop. So then so then it's like, do people think it's our dog? Because it's not our dog pooping because she's small and she has small poops. So then I'm always kind of like, no, my girl doesn't poop on the steps. She poops downstairs in the grass like a real dog. Um, so I don't think she's to. ever pooped on a hard surface. And it's it, no, like it has she, to be on grass or carpet. She's a dainty little princess about her the poops. Part. The grass yeah. part's fine. Yeah. yeah. My parents' dog, though, will just pee and poop like right on the curb, um, which is so funny because it's almost preferable for her. She'll step like up like she's about to walk into the grass, and then all of a sudden she just squats, and she's like peeing off the curb. And you're like, oh, girl dog which is her name, Girl Dog, 
you couldn't have made it three more inches into the grass. Like that's cool. And then it just floods backwards into the parking lot. But Franksie, our dog, no, she like absolutely needs to be all the way in the grass. She's got to sniff out her spot. It's got to be the right one. Um, but she does it real quick, which is nice because there's a lot of dogs. It's like, Oh, let me walk you for 15 minutes. And now you're finally going to poop. Franksie gets down there, finds her spot, does her business. Appreciate you. Speaking of crappy situations, oh my I, God. Sean, Terrible. you you said you've never been in uh, a poop fight before, but you have had to turn down uh, gifts that you've received, yes. which is a, a relatively major plot point of great this episode. Great segue from Thank the you. poop discussion that we had for 15 minutes. Yeah, great. Um, so yeah, never been involved in a poop snowball fight, but um, we- But it's on his bucket list. <laughs> I guess the the way this episode rather uh I guess relates to my job working in Parks and Rec is we sometimes get offered gifts from citizens that are that have used our programs and services. Um uh, most recently for me at my previous job in Parks and Rec I was working uh with a lot of kids and like after school and summer camps and so towards the end of after the school year or towards the end of summer camp, a lot of parents will come in and they'll try to give, give gifts to the staff, whether it's cakes or it's uh, donuts or money gift cards. And uh, in our department, we have a strict, you know, gift policy. So um, we have to turn it down. I think the most, the first time I ever got offered a gift was after a basketball season, I had made a uh, accommodation for a basketball team to practice late on Friday nights after we were closed. That's me pouring up right now. Um, <laughs> How was you peeing? That's good. Oh no, no, we're off the pee and poop discussion okay. already. <laughs> we're we're on gifts now. Always nervous. Um, we're uh, <laughs> um, uh, the basketball team parents wanted to give me. They gave me a little baggie. Inside was a little muffin and. 20 bucks in a card i was like too scared to give it back because they were like oh we thank you so much so the next day i had my co-worker give them the bag back because <laughs> i was too scared to do it face to face like hey just tell him that sean appreciates it but he can't take it because he doesn't want to lose his job what kind of muffin chocolate Ooh. wait you couldn't even have the muffin so it's more than zero dollars monetary yeah. value but for with food you said you could share it with people right you it, could put it out like on the desk and so what we kind of i don't even know if this is right what we <laughs> one muffin for people <laughs> coming i mean come so on. like talking about the donuts and the cakes situation when we get food kind of the way we work around is we share it with the kids and so i don't know if that's the so right way i don't a know huge sugar rush yeah <laughs> they just thanks mom and then thanks, you're like bye Dad. go home yeah have a nice day and but we so we don't keep it all to ourselves Again, that might be wrong, and I might just be outing out a lot of rec centers right now. If so, I apologize. But, um, yeah, that's how we kind of work our way around that. But definitely, I was really freaked out about the money. I was like, I knew that was a big, big no-no um, working with the Parks Department. Um, we can't do that. So, And I want to keep my job. So that's that. That's good. Do you think Ron Swanson would have taken that money? Do I think Ron? No. I no? Would he? I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm asking. Y'all, y'all know him better than I would. I'm oh, yeah, watching that's right. this for this the first, for time. first time. Okay, so. Haley, Joey, what do y'all think? I think no. 
Uh, he doesn't need their cash. Yeah. Yeah, he's solid. Too too proud. Too proud to take it. Yeah, and just, like, doesn't really need it. You know? Like, he's, he's like, a self-sustaining man guy. Who would have taken it would be to to get like an axe or something to chop wood and make a chair right which then he could do whatever with yeah Yeah. um i did want to say that so i have a master's degree in social work um and so from the social work ethics point of view we don't really accept gifts either but we can accept so typically what we do in that situation is if something is given to us like um Something that can be shared like that, like food. We do the same thing. We kind of like share it out. Or if it's uh, flowers, someone gives you that, we'll put it in the lobby so that everyone can kind of share it and have that. Or like a candle, we'll, we'll burn it in the lobby or that type of thing um, so that it is more of that shared thing. And you don't have, because a lot, a big part of, especially from a clinical social work perspective, a big part of gift giving is that it helps the client with their relationship with the uh, clinician. Um, so for the client, and it can actually be really beneficial for them to give a gift. It, it's something that helps them uh, with transitioning and with um, sort of closure. So to deny that can sometimes be harmful for the therapeutic relationship. Um, so in those ways, we, from my experience, uh, consider it sort of acceptable to take that and share it among the group. Yeah. I also have a poop story. Oh, we're just going to backtrack to the poop. I kind of want to backtrack to this poop, if that's all right. Okay. Yeah? Okay, cool. So um, among my many jobs, uh, I also am a lifeguard and have been a lifeguard for a long time. Uh, but in a facility that I used to work at, we had a mad pooper as well. Bob's oh, no. Um So what this particular person would do is they would go in the men's bathroom and poop and then spread that poop everywhere in the most convenient place. So in particular, door handles, restroom locks, uh, the knobs of the sink so that you had to physically touch the poop more to turn on the faucet to wash the poop off your hands. Um, the faucets... And then, like, on the walls, they would make designs and things like this. And this happened multiple times. This kid, at least five times. How um, old was this kid? So, okay. So, this happened over the course of, like, two summers that this was happening. What? Um, And then one time it happened in the girls' restroom. And we were like, oh, my God, did he recruit another girl to do this? Or did he go in the women's bathroom like we have no idea what Did happened know who it was so yeah so here's the thing we were really suspicious of this one particular kid who was on swim team because this would always happen fairly early in the morning so swim team would come in and they would practice before the pool was open and then the pool would would open for you know the community after that because this was like a neighborhood pool but it was uh a, like a private neighborhood pool if that makes sense like you couldn't buy you couldn't pay to enter you had to be you a resident to, or something yeah correct and you had to like pay into your hoa um so anyway so the swim team was comprised of the neighborhood kids and it would only happen on days that swim team had practice and it would only happen on days that this particular kid was there who we suspected that it was and then uh after like two summers of this happening this kid moved to a different state and then it entirely stopped happening like we kept trying to catch him doing it but we never could physically like pin him for it uh but after he left it never happened again so we're you know like so now he's spreading poop 
in oh yeah states. yeah now it's he's on to a different state and that's their problem and like he's probably an adult now and and now still doing it i mean potentially still doing it but is going to get in a lot more trouble for it if he you know gets caught in a public place but another interesting point on that sorry i'm just going on um is that things like that like playing with your poop can actually be um a sign of a developmental delay or uh yeah yeah lisa's nodding like yes yes um so there's potentially something going on in this kid's life that's causing him to uh enact or like act out in this way um so you know just interesting interesting things to think about also we totally forgot to do the recap of the episode sean oh that's not my fault we've gotten into some shitty discussions so Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, yes, I'll be here all night. Um, Unfortunately. <laughs> um, uh, recap. The episode opens up with Leslie and Tom. We can probably skip that part. We yeah, can hop we, past you know, the cold open. Yeah. There, there was <laughs> we shit, don't want to get shit bogged down thrown. in that again. I mean, I do appreciate Tom immediately leaving and going to hide in the car so he doesn't <laughs> get poop on him. And, so, yeah. Then we had the opening theme song. And then there was Leslie talking about the boys club, I think. I don't know, I'm going to get this out of order. Anyways, a bunch of dudes were drinking outside. She was like, oh, we should go bust that up and drink with them. And then she had a little side thing where she was t- talking by all the pictures of the city councilmen who are old white men. They're like a bunch of pictures. And that was kind of funny to me because I have a friend that's in that's part of city council back in my hometown and he's a white male and they're all white males and he's trying hard to recruit my dad to be uh, a member of city council I'm like man my dad doesn't want to do that anyways yeah so that's how city councils work Sean is your dad a white male no he's not um I mean he could be I guess you know but no I think you'd know I'd know by now yeah would I know I mean, you know your dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's my dad. Yeah, and he's not a white male. Right. Right. Unless, like, my eyes, you know, are like the dress, and I'm just seeing the wrong oh, colors coming. Oh, wow. Never thought about it that way. That's a good throwback. The dress? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, she goes out there, has some drinks with all the boys. The High Life guy is there. I don't remember his real name, but... Um, they're drinking they run out of beer and so everybody's about to go home and she wants to re- to impress the Mark guy is that his name? Mark Marianowitz yeah I don't know what she sees in that dude um, anyways so she had recently gotten a gift well I guess the department got a gift I don't remember from who but it included wine and cheese and some other stuff and she's like nope this is a gift we can't have it that's why we had a big old discussion about gifts and then to impress this dude, she went and opened the wine and brought it there, and they all had a good time. I guess she impressed it, impressed the guy, but her intern, who was 19 years old, put herself on social media drinking the wine, and she felt terrible about it. Not only opening the gifts, accepting the gifts, but then like she sent the email with an apology to the link of this website, and on the website was the 19-year-old Aubrey Plaza's character drinking the wine. So she had to meet with some more old white dudes as in a di- disciplinary hearing. Ron was trying to tell her not to make it worse. She made it worse. So she came with a prepared statement that was just terrible. Um, 
and they're asking her a bunch of questions and then Ron just gets frustrated and pretty much saves the day. Like this is pretty much just a write up and have a good day and then they leave. He was basically like back off my girl if this was one of your white male people getting in trouble. It would just be a slap on the wrist. So for Leslie, who has a perfect, impeccable, clean record. Not anymore. This is going to be a slap on the wrist. And Ron does this not because he likes Leslie, but because he hates bureaucracy. <laughs> he makes it clear. This but is he not does North like, Korea. He does like. Yeah. He's like, this is America. I want to live in America. <laughs> um, what else happened this episode? Uh, Chris Pat's, Pratt's character took a bath outside in a pool and then... Lawrence, Lawrence is his name, stole his boombox. So he's chasing him down the street naked on crutches, trying to get his boombox back. Screaming, give it to me, Lawrence. <laughs> and I I also noticed he's got a black circle blurring out his nether regions, but he also has the pixels. So they did like double duty. It was just a weird thing I noticed. I'm sorry. Well, as you were. It's neither either or. Anyways, yeah. Um, and Chris Pratt's character impressed his girlfriend because on two broken legs, he cleaned the house, which mainly just, he just threw stuff away, like plates. And they weren't paper plates either. They were like, you need to wash the <laughs> stuff. No, he just threw it all in the trash. And he threw the vacuum on the couch and tried to vacuum the couch with one hand. That was cool. But Someone's going to get gently laid tonight. Oh, <laughs> and Yeah. And then Rashida Jones' character was like, eh, she was all embarrassed. Um, what else happened? What else happened? Uh, so yeah, Leslie got a write-up and then Mark told her, I got like seven write-ups and so you'll be all right. And he was still drinking. They were drinking in the office. I wouldn't even think to do that. Not, and you know, I have my own rec center. I don't even do that. Anyways. Um, and then the episode ended unless I'm missing something. No, but then Leslie was like fully part of the boys club because she had a letter in her file, just like everyone else had a letter in their file. So she was kind of like, yeah, I'm proud. Yeah, part of the boss club now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the boss club. (laughs) (laughs) What were you guys excitedly whispering about before? Yeah, as I was was talking, there was was some excited whispering happening. And I wonder what it was about. Lisa? Okay, so I was kind of mentioning about it would be kind of cool to get like our listeners' feedback on just like little things. Like you were talking about, you mentioned the dress. Like, okay, cool. So let's bring up the dress. Like people love talking about it. Um, Hate so, that dress. right? <laughs> we all hate the dress, but <laughs> we all secretly kind of like love the dress and we want our like view to be correct. And yours is wrong. Sorry, but it's actually whatever color. So my point was saying like, all right, guys, like what do you, what color do y'all think it is? And maybe like trying to get like some feedback, not necessarily on the dress, but that's just something that like got my attention to get like, you know, our listeners involved and like talking, like talking with us. So, cause I mean, we're here for y'all. Y'all are, you know, you know so. yeah, I don't remember kind of, what color I thought the it dress was, what, was white it's, and gold or blue and black. I, I can see both. And yeah. then there's also Laurel. Both? Yeah, there's Laurel or Yanny. You know, yeah. all these different yeah. things. Laurel. To this day, I Yanny. haven't heard. It's all it's all Yanny. I haven't heard Laurel once. I've heard once. both. I, I can remember. hear both. I can see yeah. both. So, you know. How? They do have what like different audios of the Laurel Yanny one where at different like volumes and whatever's. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's Joey's the one that I does believe, the yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can, <laughs> you can hear it. Any kind of recording. Uh, to be a podcast. 
I'm but technologically yes, inept. Anyway, so uh, yeah, there's different ones where they've yeah changed the pitch or kind of like slowed it down or sped it up where it does to me sound different. But I typically hear Laurel in that one. Uh, but yeah, so it's really interesting. So some of it may be due to the way it's being presented to you, but then the rest of it is like the way that your you your body is interpreting it. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Well, a couple other notes from the episode. Sean mentioned Wendell Middlebrooks, the Miller High Life guy. Hello. Making an appearance in the Boys Club. We also learned that April has a sister named Natalie who could be, I'm assuming, older, could be younger. We might I mean, find out. And she can out. drive and yeah, she's she supposed to drive. pick up April. So. But April's but 19. I mean, yeah, so it's, so she could it's be hard 16 to or know. 17. Yeah, if she's older or younger. We might find out. I don't know. She drew all over them pants. How you get that out? Natalie, pick up your phone and it's on your pants. It's just markers. No, that was like a Sharpie. Oh. Yeah. Sharpies oh, come and out of pants? Uh, we saw the pictures, L- Larry Bird photo in Leslie's office, some other photos in her office. The Larry Bird photo where he misspells her name, L-E-S-L-Y, oh. and then uh, says, sink that shot, Larry B. That's what the little picture says. It's very How precious. Because you know? I he looked in. up a picture and then I oh, zoomed in. I'm about in. to yeah. say, like, you can't see that from the TV, or can you? Perhaps he has super can. zoom eyeballs. Chris Pratt is also playing Mario Kart on the Wii. Yep, I'd uh, take him. Which <laughs> Sean will take him. Who's your character? Um, It depends. Mario Kart Wii. Depends Mario Kart on. Wii. Yeah. Right, depends on the game. I'm like, if it's super. I'm assuming that was a Wii. If the 2009 Wii U wasn't out, right? So it's yeah, so there's no Mario Wii Kart 8. Uh, right, that's the Wii? No, is Mario no, Kart 8 is the one that's out right now. I don't know. Mario Kart f- f- 7. 64. Your Wii. favorite, your favorite one. Mario Kart 64 <laughs> is the worst Mario Kart. Nah. Fight me. Anyways. Yoshi. Um, yeah, either Yoshi or Toad or Peach. Those are my top three. He likes the light ones. On those. Yeah, I don't want the ones. Donkey Kong or the yeah. Bowser because they're just fat. But uh, with this latest Mario Kart, Link is a uh, unlockable character, and I'm, I'm a big Zelda fan. So, of course, he's my boy. I got to roll with him and not lose. That's fair. Ever. It's a little weird that uh, I actually didn't know that. I haven't been keeping up with Mario Kart. It's weird that they're crossing over. Hey like man, all the other characters are at least tangentially related to the Mario universe, and to throw Link in there. They're doing the same thing with Smash Bros. Yeah, like, but Smash Bros. is not Mario. That's what Mario. I was just thinking. Yeah, Smash Bros. is like Nintendo, though. Like sure. Mario Kart has Mario in the name. That's why it's well. A who's little your vexing. character, Joey? It's Yoshi all day. Yeah, I knew that actually. If I'm in uh, battle mode. Again, I've only really played the N64 one <laughs> extensively, which is Sean's least favorite. Yes. But if I'm in battle mode, then I'll I'll take one of the heavier fellas. At me if you want to hear Warrior. why I think it's the worst game. Lisa, do you, you have a character? Say it right now. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't honestly don't know why, but I just am. I really like Kirby. Sorry, I don't know if that's okay or not. Kirby's not in Mario Kart. Are you serious? Then what game am I thinking of? Smash not Bros. Mario Kart. Smash uh, yeah. Honestly, I can't. Kirby's Adventure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little. Kirby. Did you ever play Kirby Pinball? On, yes. On Game Boy. I did play Kirby. Kirby pinball. was the ball, and could also, do his little Kirby moves. Was it a Pokemon Pinball that I also had? On the like the. Um, yeah, Pokemon has one. Uh, DS is that what it was? Nintendo DS. It was just like a little yellow, not the DS. It was just like a little handheld something. It was like Game Boy Color. A Game Boy? Color? Just a regular Game Game, game Boy, Boy Color, Color, yeah. That's probably it. 
don't know, guys. I'm old. That was so long ago. You're old. Yeah, Vintage. for all the kids out here, those are back in the You're day old. before the Switches You're and old. the 3DSs and all that. Before iPads were a thing. My character, thanks for asking. Uh, I like uh, Luigi. Just in all games. I don't know why. Luigi I, who the, Luigi. the recently murdered Luigi. Yeah. What? Luigi just died. What do you mean? There's a trailer for uh, you. You'll you tell us, Sean. No. <laughs> and so there's, and it's a big deal too. So there's a new Smash Bros. coming out for the Nintendo Switch, and they're giving several trailers about it. And one of the new uh, characters is from Castlevania. Um, and so in Castlevania, you're in Dracula's, I guess, house or mansion. There's a bunch of ghouls, ghosts, and deadly things in there. Well, when the trailer opens, Luigi's in there. Like, you're playing Luigi's Mansion from GameCube. He had, like, a a vacuum cleaner. He sucked up all the ghosts. But he's fighting all these monsters that are not ghosts, and they're trying to kill him. So he runs into this, like, death thing who has this... um, It's literally the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And he, like, he kills him. (laughs) It's pretty brutal. takes a scythe. Yeah. Cuts Luigi... And half basically Luigi's ghost comes out of and his yeah, body. Like <laughs> I remember I I read about this before I saw the video and I was like, Man, that sounds like nuts. And then I watched the video, I was like, Oh no. It looked pretty really brutal. Intense. It's, yeah, yeah it's pretty we've intense. come a long way from Mario Tennis. <laughs> the scariest thing was just boo, Mario Tennis. Boo's slice serve. That was like the hundredth Mario thing that existed. I know, that's why we've come a long way from it. In yeah, the last to what? Luigi that was in actually years? dying. Yeah, to Luigi perhaps actually dying via yeah. a throwaway. Well, that's trailer. sad. <laughs> but anyway, he's still my go-to. I would hope if he actually dies, it would not be in that setting. <laughs> <laughs> At least give this him something a little bit does. better than like. Do you guys remember the Mario movie? Yes. Yeah. Loved it as a kid. Me too. Quite bad as an adult. Not, as an adult, it's like, man, this is awful. <laughs> not seen it as an adult yet, oh, so, so still nostalgically love it. Okay, yeah. good. Well, we're uh, we're getting on in the uh, length of time for this podcast, so let's wrap up with our favorite quotes, of which I had two. They were both mustache-related. Uh, the first one is when Leslie tells Ron, you're a white Protestant male with a full, rich mustache, which is just... Oh, is that your favorite as well? You're no, you're supposed to say, and yourself. I'm a woman, and I have to hold myself to a higher standard. That's the full quote. Uh-oh. It's not as powerful without that. Joey, part. did you feel under attack during this episode? I say white male. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the, other, the other quote was uh, when Tom is questioning Leslie, he's doing a practice uh, deposition for the disciplinary committee. He asks a bunch of questions, but one of them is if Leslie ever dreams about Ron Swanson and them making love with each other. And I liked the last two parts of that, which is, are you making love to him on a couch shaped like his mustache? And is he covered in Powerade? <laughs> which, I mean, blue Powerade, I would assume. Yeah, that's the only Powerade. Correct. <laughs> the flavor's name is blue. Like there's orange Gatorade and blue Powerade. That's it. That's all that exists. Haley, did you have something to add? Have a nice day. Not to that part. I was just going to say I also liked the a Tom quote where he says he's talking about like how you can use your power in the government to get free stuff, but he would never do that. So he says something to the extent of I have a moral code and I never break it. And then it's literally showing him in the scene 
holding up his government badge, cutting a line full of children and getting like free food from a vendor. As yeah, it's he's like a free speaking, hot dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot dogs. he's like speaking those words and doing that action. So that was good. So quick fact for our city pools. I have a badge as well. Um, and so to go to the pool, I can just show them my badge and I get in for free. Um, and the looks that I get when I do that, is, they are not good. They get so mad. And then my friends are like, Sean, hook it up. And I'm like, you don't work for the city, so I don't know what to tell you. I tell them in that voice. So, yeah. But um, So their ask and your response has the same voice. Yeah. Like, I like it. I mean, why not? Do you? Are you like... Are you walking in with like swagger, like a certain bravado, and you just like hold up the badge and then hop on? I mean, through, I could, or are you like, mm, I have this badge? And do you cut the line? I do not cut the line. You I, shove kids out of the way into brick walls in Tom fashion. Yeah, in my head I do, but um, <laughs> no. In reality, I do not. I wait patiently in my line, and they say, "Oh, it costs." He starts his own line. <laughs> in my Sean line, no one is no one is helping him because it's just not even near anything. No, no, no. I don't push anybody out the way, but when I do show them the badge, then I have to. They give me like a little clipboard to sign in to prove, well, not to prove anything, just to be like, <laughs> oh, I was here and I used prove, prove. John Mulaney comedy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I go in and people are like, "What? That's not fair." Oh wait, I changed my voice. Sorry. What was the old voice I did? That can be the not fair voice. That's that's not fair. That's not fair. But then the, yo, Sean, hook it up. Yo, Sean, hook it up. And I'm like, I can't hook it up because I'm not that high on the totem pole yet. Because you don't work for the city. Remember? Yeah. 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 Yours just sounds like a bad grease Shut impression. Up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> hey, yo, Sandy. <laughs> we, we can't even get into that right now. No. No, we we're going to grease in another episode. But thank you, as always, for listening. Be sure to give us the old follow on Twitter, Parks Rec'd Pod, or reach out on Gmail. You don't need to have Gmail, though. You could have Netscape Navigator or Yahoo or anything. Uh, ParksRec'dPod at gmail.com. Did you never use Netscape Navigator? It no. Was like a, I don't think it's a real thing. No, it's like a Firefox or Safari internet browser from back in the day. And I believe it had its own email Wait, from back in the Address, day, is Firefox yeah. Wait, like not still a browser that works? Yeah, it exists. No yeah. one uses it. It's I all mean, about yeah. that Chrome use it. Oh. Chrome Is Netscape it. the one with the the cows as the brand from back in the day? Or is that somebody else? That might be someone else. I don't remember. That's Chick-fil-A. No. No. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Like Netscape Navigator, I remember always being like a like a ship sort of. Uh, Who like was a, the like cows? It was a cow so. print. I just Haley's laughing hysterically right now. I don't know why. Ooh, um, <laughs> oh well, because I was, <laughs> I can't even explain it. But basically, I was thinking about the cows, and then in my head, I was making a different joke, and then I was thinking about something Lisa had said earlier about this photo, and then it just got me. It just Insiders. got me. So She's don't just worry. really milking it. All right, yeah. I'll All right. see myself out. Oh, Thanks God. so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Da 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 da